0: hello boxing fans around the world thanks for joining me once again here on talk and fight for another episode of boxing news today and there's a lot to talk about uh we have some recent results as you all know coming in from all parts of the world let's focus on uh, the big boxing story if you will the victory by gervonta tank davis over ryan garcia and uh, and what uh, those two had to say immediately in the aftermath of their uh, fantastic fight. Um, it was one we were all looking forward to. It was a 50 50, if you ask me. I think everyone pretty well was saying at the outset, uh, well, I hope uh, Garcia wins, but I know Tank is going to win. Uh, and so this is what uh, Tank Davis had to say I'm definitely the face of boxing, he said, absolutely. Okay, after his second round, seventh round knockout over Garcia down in Las Vegas. I didn't think that body shot would end it, but I saw his facial expression and that's what made me take it to him. It was a good shot for sure. I thought he was going to get up, but I looked to play mind games. So when he was looking at me, I was looking at him, trying to tell him, get up. And he just shook his head. No. Garcia stated after the fact, he said, "He, he just caught me with a good shot. Uh, I don't want to make any excuses in here. He caught me with a good shot, and I just couldn't recover, and that's it. He caught me with a good body shot, snuck on me, and caught me good. I couldn't breathe. I was going to get back up, but I just couldn't get up. So congratulations to, to Tank. He's undefeated. Uh, Ryan Garcia, by the way, he, his uh, post-fight comments were more along the lines of uh, – not only having a rematch with Javante uh, in the near future at either 140, 147, but he's got to pick up a couple of wins first, and admits that. So, considering what uh, what had happened uh, this past weekend, uh, you know, Ryan's now, uh, Garcia's now 23 and one, 19 knockouts. He's not really in a position to be telling Tank Davis uh, what weight the rematch needs to be at, but he, he thinks uh, things could change in the future. Uh, you know, realistically. If his career, you know, being the younger boxer, if his career skyrockets, um, there's a possibility we could see a rematch. Uh, but not really. Uh, Tank, uh, Tank could lose if he fights Shakira Stevenson or Devin Haney. And then he wouldn't have that eight-side power to demand a catch weight and rehydration clause if he, if he has a rematch with Ryan Garcia. So we don't really know if he's going to find success in those big punches at 140-pound division. It's not a good sign that Ryan's moving up in weight after being stopped with a body shot. Uh, Because fighters at 140 hit as hard, if not harder, than tank. So we'll wait and see what happens with uh, Ryan Garcia on that front. But in the meantime, I've got to tell you this story out of uh, UK. Uh, Apparently the fans over there watching the fight on DAZN were a tad upset due to some technical difficulties uh, being experienced by DAZN as they were live streaming the fight. And they were forced to apologize after these issues had taken place um and now 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 uh hundreds probably thousands of boxing fans are, are flocking to social media to complain about the zone and uh, their broadcast of the pay-per-view clash keeping in mind fans had paid you know 85 dollars the us dollars uh, altogether, to watch the huge bout that took place down at t-mobile arena and uh and boxing supporters suffered delays to their streams and accessing the broadcast. And that forced his own to take to Twitter, by the way, but fans were left fuming uh, with those issues as they should well be, uh, even after the first bell. They said, we are aware that some customers are experiencing small delays in accessing the pay-per-view broadcast after buying it. Rest assured, content will be available to you within a few minutes of your purchase. We appreciate your patience. However, hundreds replied in fury at the broadcaster and demanded a refund for their problems. One raged, "It's it's been over an hour and it still doesn't work. Another added, some customers, thousands, your app is too expensive And, and for this to be broken tonight. One said, I waited an hour and ordered it elsewhere. I expect a refund. I, another said, I, I waited an hour and it was not available. I expect a refund. It goes on. Anyway, so uh, just thought I'd let you know, technology does have uh, its flaws. Uh, can't be perfect. And the zone is now suffering under the weight um, of the wrath of the boxing fan. Another uh, victor uh, recently, David Morrell Jr. He's now 9-0, eight knockouts. And he expects a fight between him and David Benavidez and, and says it is 100% happening in September. Uh, he said the fight hasn't been made official yet, so it's unknown whether it will happen, but... Uh, when Benavidez was asked to confirm that Morrell fight, he seemed ambivalent about it, not showing a lot of enthusiasm about the matchup. Morrell needs Benavidez scalp to help him get the fight against Canelo Alvarez for himself. While the Mexican star has no desire to fight Benavidez, maybe he'll agree to face Morel after he beats him. <laughs> Some believe it has da- dawned on Benavidez that he could lose to Morel after watching him badly hurt his second consecutive opponent. Morel isn't just knocking out his opponents, he's hurting them severely. Uh, With the money that Benavidez could be fighting, could be making fighting uh, Canelo Alvarez. It's not surprising he's not enthusiastic about fighting Morrell. If he loses to the talented Cuban, he can forget about fighting Canelo. Uh, Morrell successfully defended, according to BoxNews24.com, defended his WBA regular super middleweight title on Saturday night, uh, stopping Yamaguchi Falcoa. Great knockout, by the way. In the first round, in a chief support role on that, Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia card. uh, Said Dave Morrell. Junior I'm so excited. It was a big night for me. It was my first time in Vegas. It's crazy shit It's everything my first time my first knockout in the first round so it's an opportunity to become a big name and a big uh, get the big next time get the big everything next time I have to tell everyone at 168 that I'm here. I thought I heard him Thought, oh that is everybody told me that he was okay. It's boxing. You know what I mean? I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. I don't want to lose. Thank God that you, I'm a good. okay. Everything's fine. Everything's talking shit. So fuck it. <laughs> I tell everyone I got the belt. I'm here at 168. Everyone sees me. I'm ready. Yep, 100%. Maybe this year's Benavides. Maybe no. It's okay. I'm a good fighter. It's good. The uh, good fight. Uh, good fight for him and me. It's a good fight. I want Benavides. That's it. It's a perfect fight. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me. There he goes. Dave Morrell Jr. Over in the UK, another mouthpiece, Jazz Dickens reckons he could be in for a shot at the All British Showdown. This is big news for British fans, not so much over in North America, but the IBO featherweight champion has been on the ring since winning the title back in October of last year. Uh, Dickens, who was a former British champion at the weight and was also previously challenged for the IBF crown, outpointed Rado de Lomini in his hometown of uh, Liverpool. Jazza uh, holds a win over WBA champ uh, Lee Wood. Uh, and won a fight against South African uh, Delmini on all three judges' scorecards. That's saw a pro and promoted card that featured another win for his fellow scouser, Peter McGrell. Um, the 31-year-old and now 32 and 4, 12 knockouts is no date mooted for his uh, first defence of his bubble, but he mentioned Josh Warrington as a potential future foe on social media. Warrington, however, as reported by Boxing Scenes Jake Donovan, is expected to return on June 10, potentially the OVO Arena in Wembley in a headline slot on a DAZN show. And Dickens revealed earlier this week that he's done all he can to secure the fight with the ex-IBF King. I accepted everything that they offered me, he said when speaking to BoxingScene.com in a telephone call. That was it, that was the date, June 10th, Wembley Arena. I'm just waiting now uh, to hear back and see what they want to do. Eddie Hearn, uh, Josh Warrington's promoter, by the way, who Dickens targeted on social media when calling out the Leeds man recently stated that a call would take place to see who would be in the opposite corner. So, uh, should he end up getting uh, on, that, on that date? Warrington is 32 years of old, 32 years of old. Uh, by the way, has been out of action since December when he succumbed to his red and gold white crowned Mexican mandatory challenger, Luis Alberto Lopez, at the first direct arena in Yorkshire. The two time king has a ledger of 30, one, 31, 2 and 1, by the way. Eight quick finishes in the fight with Dickens is now on the table after it was initially thought that Warrington's opponent would be Christopher Diaz. 27-4, 17 knockouts, by the way. So uh, another uh, prediction down the road. Uh, Actually, another British uh, story coming out of Sky Sports. After Martin Bacoli's third-round demolition of Ihor Shevodositsky on Saturday night, Uh, Sky Sports' Johnny Nelson looks at the heavyweight's next steps, whether Deontay Wilder is an option or if Bacoli can embarrass the division's other stars into stepping into the ring with him. So uh, this particular author doesn't see many of the big names in the division fighting Bacoli by choice. You look at him and you see he's big, strong, and rugged, but he completely beat up Shevodetsky on Saturday night. That wasn't just big and strong. It was calculated. It reminded uh, the author of George Foreman uh, who has a big movie coming out, by the way. Uh, Bacoli looked uh, beatable, but you don't realize how strong he is and skill is probably underrated. He can definitely box. It might not be the smoothest the slickest, but there's a method to his madness. He showed he can beat up and take out strength. There's a marquee win that got his name in the discussion, a real tick in the box. With all those men in the heavyweight division, he called out afterwards. Uh, you know, Do they want to face him? Do they have to? Yes, but they won't want to. He's in that who needs him club. He's dangerous, and there's little reward for fighting him unless you want that a spot in the rankings. What will benefit his career is getting a title. And titles, uh, or title, is what Tyson Fury has, and he could be offered a lucrative fight this year against Jia Lai Zhang, who's now recognized as a bona fide superstar in China, uh, says his co-manager, Terry Lane. And I think there's something like 10 million boxing fans in China who did watch his clobbering of Joe Joyce the other week. So Zhang has expressed an interest uh, in fighting against Fury following his uh, six-round stoppage of Joe Joyce. Uh, And his dramatic uh, triumph drew a massive audience uh, back in his home country and uh, hopes to fight now a historic fight between uh, Zhang and, of course, the biggest name in the heavyweight division, Tyson Fury. Uh, Lane said, The win over Joyce in London made Zhang a legitimate sports superstar instantly in China. Woo! Hang on, not 10 million, with over 30 million people viewing it there and has projected even more uh, will for his future matches. Wow. Uh, He was also trending on social media platforms, news outlets who rarely cover sports, much less boxing. They They were all running stories on him. What this means is that we can now use the newfound interest in China and stage events there or distribute events there. This was Zhang's dream all along and something that we've mentioned quite often on Talk & Fight, especially on the Friday night panel. Elsewhere, rising star Callum Simpson will take a step to greatness, says BoxingScene.com, when he returns to the ring on June 10th at London's iconic York Hall. As Adam Azim headlines in a WBA Continental Super Lightweight Championship bout with Aram Fanyan, The Barnsley super middleweight Simpson, 11-0, nine knockouts, sensationally stopped Shauchel Nevis last month in Manchester on his boxer debut, and the prodigal 26-year-old will be intent on creating more headlines when he ventures to the capital for the first time in his career this summer, live and in the UK and Republic of Ireland on Sky Sports. Unbeaten prospects, Aaron the Silencer, McKenna, 16-0, and Shaquille Dr. Steele-Thompson, 10-0, meet in a mouthwatering middleweight contest for the vacant WBC International Middleweight Championship. The road to title contention also leads Fraser Big Fraser Clark 6-0 to York Hall for what will also be his first appearance at the fabled British boxing venue. Having last week received news that he'll be the next mandatory challenger for British heavyweight champ Fabio Wardley, the 2020 Olympic medalist will sharpen his tools in the ring on June 10th ahead of his summer title sh- uh, showdown cruiserweight prospect vidal riley eight 0 five knockouts and his antagonist anis taj seven and three have some unfinished business to attend to following their february war and the unsatisfactory in a fourth round doctor stoppage due to um uh due to a cut above taj's eyebrow elsewhere on the card uh, brother of adam welterweight hassan azim 6-0 looks to extend his unbeaten start to life as a professional English champ Sam Gilley, 15-1, and one, will be out to light up his native East End after impressing last time out at Ali Pali last November. There we go. That, my friends, concludes this episode. <laughs> it stayed up. Thanks, Carl. Appreciate it, Carl. I'm uh, uh, the home of uh, Lee Wood, Nottingham, over there at Last Bell Boxing, chiming in. Yeah, it was a great fight. Yeah, it might have been late night for you, but uh, it was indeed a great fight. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I picked Garcia. Yeah, man. For me, it was a towing cost. I was going, uh, you know, height, you know, reach, speed. But I always said they call tank tank for a reason, and uh, he got underneath them, gave him a gave him a decent liver shot, and knocked him out. All right, talk, talking fight fans, appreciate uh, your patience. Appreciate you listening. And uh, join me later on at 4 p.m. when I join uh, Mike Orr and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up Here on Talk and Fight. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we see you later on. Garcia drained at the weight. Yes, he did.